0: Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 68, which is two episodes away from 70. Wow. Those are those, those are really, really quick. Um all right. Well, before I get uh distracted any further here, uh let me introduce as always my co-host,
1: Mr. Christian Rosendo. Christian, how are we? Um doing better now. I wasn't so good on Sunday though, as you know many of us were. I can I can imagine, I can imagine um did you say saturday so i said sunday okay oh you said sunday i, I thought you said saturday no i said sunday 100 percent, said sunday all right you will
0: i am trying to fix my audio right now as i realized that i was not using my um
1: okay because you sound different now and yeah. now i can't hear you oh wait hold on pause can you hear me now i can hear you now yes Okay. Well, it
0: seems like, uh, just like America, we seem to be messing up in all ways here on the Eagle Eye podcast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, for those of you wondering where Mr. Cowboy Dan is again, he will not be joining us. Unfortunately, he is in Nashville. Still over there. He is actually right now in talks with Marvel studios about a film in which he would be the center of. It's something about a cowboy hat, um, uh, a cowboy getting bitten by a radioactive cowboy hat. So I don't, I don't, I don't really know the details of that, but that's 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 what's going on right there. Um, but of course, he will be with us in spirit, our good friend Mr. Dylan Jimenez. We wish him the best of luck with that movie, uh, that movie title. So Christian, uh, we got plenty and plenty to talk about. We have so much. So much to break down. Not only do we have to break down this three-two loss against Toluca, but we also have to break down everything that's been going on around America this whole week. We're also going to give the ladies a pretty good shout out because, of course, they're actually in the Liga, and not just that, but they're actually looking like they can actually do the B Campionato run after you know securing everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, plenty, plenty to talk about. So, we are ready to get uh, get started on this?
1: Yes, yes, we are. Unfortunately. <laughs> just one of what one of those games that like ah uh, we we had it but we just let it slip away honestly.
0: I think it's not just is one it was one of those games. I think it was you know it's been one of these weeks in yeah in, for America. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think I think everything starts falling apart after the Cholos game. It yeah. was the cholo game in which America's uh season starts to deteriorate and it looks like if they don't find a way to patch all of this up it's not going to look good. We're nowhere near safe from making sure that we do qualify for the Liga. Two mm-hmm. games left, six points. You would imagine the Veracruz game is at least one uh, at least 3 points secure, but again, anything is possible. I did say that that we would lose against Veracruz. Yeah, you keep um, saying
1: that. I'm going to stop saying that, please. you uh, <laughs> you're giving me a lot of anxiety now. <laughs> And then of course we have uh, we have uh, this upcoming game against Santos
0: Laguna. So um, I mean that game in itself is not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. By no means necessary will the right. Laguneros be easy to take down, even in our home stadium. So plenty and plenty to talk about. We're going to break it all down. We're going to say how America got to this point, and we're going to say uh, we're going to b- talk about exactly what America needs to do to make sure we rack up the points that are needed and hopefully solidify a spot in the Liga, because I think. I think the best thing we can shoot for is about fifth place now.
1: Um, yeah, fourth or fifth, depending on results, but anything is possible. We could theoretically end up as much as third place, but that would need a lot of results to go in our favor. So third place is kind of a little bit out of, out of reach, I would say. So I think you are aiming for that fourth through eighth spot as of right now.
0: And let's be honest, you need to get fourth place. Even that is very tough. But yeah, mm-hmm.
1: you can't finish 7th. You can't finish 8th. No, you, you, you just don't have home field advantage. And, you know, that was, for me, I think that was a, not, not a key part, but it was a, definitely a big help last uh, last uh, the year. You know, just having that, the, knowing in the back of your head that you're closing out home in front of your fans, it's always a huge advantage for, for no matter what team.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree completely. A huge, huge advantage. And, well, America let, let that advantage go. And now we're in this situation in which now America needs to focus on trying to get all three points against Santos and then focus on all three points against Mm Veracruz. Of course, you'd think that'd be quite easy to do, but around all the speculations going around in the dressing room, it doesn't look like America's 100% there right now.
1: Yeah, no, that's uh, that's the concerning part. You know, you would think that despite all the, the the bad results that have been coming our way recently. And you know, to, ha- to add on this, dressing room drama, that's the last thing we need right now. We need all our guys to be focused on the same page towards the same goal, and it just doesn't look that way right now. Yeah, definitely, definitely does not
0: look like that whatsoever. But all right, Christian, let's jump into it. Let's dive deep into this game. We'll start things off with Toluca, but before we get there, um, I do want to address something that happened recently that was kind of a big, big news in the uh, Twitter English community. And that is the departure of uh, Mr. Ted Brooks from the uh, Club America English Twitter account. He has now joined uh, Inter Miami FC. I just kind of want to give a shout out to Ted for all the great work that he did. He will be missed in the America community, not just there, but in the Liga e uh, the Liga MX English community as well. Uh, I, I think we can both sit here and agree that he did a fantastic job. He did a great, great work. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's it's whoever whoever's job it is to fill in the shoes is is, is going to have a pretty big, uh pretty big step to take. But, um, you know, shout out to Ted, who was a phenomenal person, um, you know, gave us, uh, you, you know, he, uh, gave us a lot of insight, gave us a lot of, um, you know, treated us very well. Whenever I did get to meet him, he was a great guy uh, you know, real, uh, really down to earth and just, you know, very, very friendly. So, you know, Ted, if you're listening for whatever reason, uh, we just want to say thank you for all the work that you did with America. Thank you for all the work that you did for the community. Um, you know, from your memes to your tweets, everything, uh, we just want to say thank you so much and for acknowledging us as well, you know. For, for coming yeah. on to the pod, uh, not coming on, but coming up to me uh, that one day in Fresno and, and acknowledging the podcast, uh, that was really, really cool. So thank you, Ted, for, for everything that you did within the community. I know everyone else is gonna miss you, not just us here in the UI podcast, but everyone else around in America. I know that uh, you, you, uh, you will be missed, but you will never be forgotten. And uh, I think as our good friend, Alan Tomayo from La Rosa Americanista said, you're always welcome to come back. You're always going to have a home in the Azteca. You're always going to have a family here within the community. So, Ted, we wish you the best of luck on your new adventures in Inter Miami FC. And thank you again for all the time and effort that you put in to the Copa America community. 100%. All righty. Well, with that said, Let's talk America now because it looks like from bad news to worse news. Now, America loses out to not just three points, but one point away on the road against Toluca and the Salve de Messi Diaz, a game that ended three to two. Christian, it was a game that was, um, I mean, I want to say topsy turvy. Uh, you know, you had Toluca winning at first, then you had us tying the game, then us going up. Uh, and by the way we could have gone up before that goal too if cordoba would have made the, yes. the shot that hit the post um you know it, it, it was a tale of two different halves i would imagine uh a lot of people would 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 categorize it as i mean toluca with 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 a good start america you know having a good comeback you know the attitude you know to get the goal to get uh you, you know to get things going You're about when i think looked very well in that second half down that left hand side Um, you know, had a couple of good shots, and then you had Cordova, another player that I think, again, a player that we had been saying we want to see him get some minutes, and I think he's starting to, he's starting to say exactly why.
1: Mm -hmm. No, definitely, Uh, Cordova for me. Um, how would I describe his game? Uh, His game was, I would say, decent. You know, he saw we saw some good moments from him, but then there were some really bad moments from him, and then you know, I guess that's why he hasn't. Gotten uh, like the approval of Pio Herrera to be a regular starter or a regular coming off the bench in recent games, but for for the most part and from what we had to work with, I think Cordova had a had a decent game and but I think he could have gave more though. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, <laughs> uh, his pinball situation where he took down the cop. Oh you know? yeah. <laughs> um, the cop was is not pressing charges for those of you worried. Uh, but yeah, another player that, uh, you know, looks like he's getting a couple of minutes in in, under his belt that can definitely solidify him in the upcoming years. Let's, let's, let's just talk in general, this game as, as a whole three, two results. You, you saw, we had a chance at the end to tie a three, three didn't go. We'll talk about that in a little bit with this whole Henry situation. Um, but just kind of give me your, your thoughts. After the game ends, you know, 90 minutes go by, referee blows the whistle. We'll talk about Bioho in a little bit too. He's on the verge of maybe getting a fine from the referees, uh, from the referee committee after the things he said about the referee.
1: And I, I don't know, just keep, give me your take on this. <sighs> the final whistle blows, and now I'm just like, oh, wow, it's going to be one of those uh, end, end of the seasons, you know, where we could have, we could have, uh, I think I read a tweet somewhere and somewhere where we had 15 points left to play for. And I think we needed a bare minimum of like, I think it was like five. And then we were practically secure. Like that's it. We're good. Now we're, now we have six points to play for and now we're required to win both games or else things can get really, really ugly. And, you know, it's just like, where, where did we go wrong? You know, um, we, we threw your Tigres in our own home and then, we are four Tijuana and Copa Megis. And after that game, we everyone thought, wow, listen, we're we're back. We're we're contenders now. This is this big, this big campeonato is actually possible. And then, you know, everything starts collapsing. You know, a loss in Tijuana here, a draw against Cruz Azul there. And then, you know, you have this. And you know, after the game, I just I just don't know. Uh, are, are the players like mentally mentally in this? Like are they are they just okay with winning Copa Meki? So, you know, they take league you know, a little bit lightly now. And they do they think that the that the that the spot is secured in playoffs? Like is like I don't know. I think it's maybe a player mentality and from everywhere from from the staff, from Piojo to the players, everyone's at fault. Uh and you know this was just a bad game to lose because it was very important as I stressed uh, last podcast.
0: Yeah, and I, I think we've been saying this for the past two weeks. Is this is the game. This is a crucial game. You gotta get things going. You gotta kick start things, you know? Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem to be the case right now yeah yeah america really needs to wake up i think you're right though in many sense there's a lot of things going wrong in america from the dressing room i think some of the players don't have that same attitude that they had at the beginning of the season. Um, some of them have liked it for quite some time, maybe even a year now. I'm talking about players like Mateo Soribe. I'm talking about mm-hmm. players like Jeremy Menez, who have been, you know, right now all, all over the news uh, after, you know, mm-hmm. the speculation that him and Piojo have, have had a bit of attention uh, that he might be seeing his way out of the club. You know, there's right. players out there that, you know, have yet to show us exactly their full capability. Henry Martin has shown us bits and pieces, hasn't given us a full season. You know, Roger, can't say the same thing about him, has has had injuries.
1: And let's face it, sometimes he doesn't look like the best player, right? No, correct, yeah. And, you know, I know a lot of people are going to be like, Henry this, Henry this, yeah, so why aren't you putting any blame on Roger? Trust me, we will. Roger was not, you know, the, the cream of the top of this game either. You know, he has his problems too, but but, you know, we'll get into that a little bit later, though.
0: And then, and I'm looking at players like George Sanchez, who I think did not have the best of games against yeah. Luka, who hasn't mm-hmm. had the best of games. I think against Juana struggled a little bit too, mm-hmm. uh, maybe flew a little bit under the radar. Paul Aguilar, I feel like at times Ooh. gets lost, gets lost in his uh, own positioning. This is, um, um, mm-hmm. I mean, you see the first goal. The first goal could have could, completely been stopped by Paul Aguilar if he actually paid attention to his positioning and where his man was. That third you know? goal as well, and and the third goal as well, and and. and 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 you just a little bit of nuances here and there in the season in which you can you know you know pick out different scenarios different players, but i, I think we haven't seen an all round performance mm-hmm. now, I don't want us to be pulling the plug on this America set and saying, all is lost, all hope is, is gone it's because not. it's not we were in i want i'm not gonna say we were in the same situation the same situation or in the same chair last season, but Six months ago, we were here, we were talking, you, me, and Dylan, how they, this wasn't looking like the America side that we wanted. There's a couple of draws here and there. Things weren't yeah. looking good. You know, momentum was important, and we didn't get that win until Veracruz, and then that catapulted us going forward. Now, if you can get the win against Santos, get the win against Veracruz, and catapult you forward, regardless Mm -hmm. if you even finish fifth place, you know, even if you finish in fifth place, that could be enough to carry you forward into the Ligia. Mm -hmm. It's just the mindset that these players need to be in just needs to click in the right way, and I think you need to clean house Not in the sense that you have to get rid of players, but you need to get all your differences assorted at least through the end of the season. And after after everything is all said and done, then then you sit down, then you say, okay, you don't want to be here. Fine. You can leave or you want to stay. You got to You know, it's 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 a matter of just in being aware of your internal affairs and getting all of that uh,
1: situated because you have two huge
0: games coming up that will then carry you forward into the league.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree with you. And I think you make a good point when you said that, that like, um, you know, you get a result here and there and it catapults you into like this momentum based thing going to the guia. And, you know, you saying that we still have yet to find that, you know, we have three games, the the most recent three games we haven't won loss draw loss. And you know we're still waiting for that spark. Now I'm fairly confident that this is not the best America we have seen. There are key players in, uh, there are key players missing like Etten Alvarez, Renato Ibarra, Nico Castillo. You know those players are fundamental to this team and who they are, and you know that brought us results in uh, in previous games. So I really do think that when America does win, hopefully they do win this Saturday because we really need them to. If they do win. And it's a convincing win. Maybe that's just enough for this team to kind of flip the switch and be like, "Listen, guys, we're still in this. We're, we 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 have this momentum now. Let's let's take it and then go on with it and steamroll Cruz, uh, steamroll Veracruz. Find our, our opponent and let's focus on that and focus on our objective, which is the B Campeonato. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
0: Now let's, let, 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 let's focus on this game. Let's focus against uh, Toluca. Let's, let, let, let's break down exactly what went wrong for America and what little things they did right mm-hmm. that could have catapulted to them to the victory. Because at that one point we were up and, you know, yes. at one point mm-hmm. we, were, we could have even been three one up. Mm-hmm. Um, so talk to me. Talk to me. What, what, did, what did you see go wrong at the beginning of the first half? And what did you see go right towards the end?
1: Well, what what went what went wrong for me was our defense. You know, mainly this whole season we've been applauding our defense. You know, kind of kind of saving us from here to there. You know, from game to game, and you know it was our uh, it was our offense that was lacking. In this case, though, I really do think our defense failed, especially in that first goal in the fifth minute. You know, you had uh, Bruno Valdez kind of have a terrible attempt to clear. And it falls right into the laps of a Toluca player who just, you know, kind of backhills it. And then, you know, the next player was there, sends uh, slots it in home. And that was a defensive last from Paul Aguilar, like you mentioned earlier. So our defense was really bad, but I do like our attitude going forward after we were down. You know, like you said, we kept going forward. We uh, kept trying to find that goal to tie the game, and we eventually did. And that same intensity in the second half was brought and we uh, we managed to get ourselves in the lead, but once again, though, our defensive errors kind of cost us. And towards the end of the game, as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I, I think that defense is something that really needs to be looked at really, really well because it is a partnership, like you said. We we had praised for for quite some time, right? Mm-hmm. But yes. it's also the same defensive partnership that we criticized so much at the, uh, at the uh at the end of last season as well before we were champions and a lot of people criti- uh thought uh, you know americanistas were a little bit crazy to say why are you guys you know bashing on these uh on on the on these defensive uh partnerships because you know they've been working so well you know the the results were there the 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 score sheets you know every all those kind of little things that you would look at for defense they were you know checking the box but like we mentioned, most of the time, it was because it was either or We were getting lucky at times.
1: Yeah, correct. And I think their defensive errors were overshadowed by the goals that they were scoring. You know, you had Aguilera, Bruno Valdez kind of just take over the score sheets in uh, in, in Ligia and a little bit before it. And, you know, I, I think that's where, you know, they kind of blind blind the some Americanistas. That like, oh, listen, guys, you guys are crazy for bashing these two. These guys are giving us goals. But, yeah, you're right. They are giving us goals, but... You know, one of these games, their defensive errors are going to cost us. And, you know, that are yet here in this game, you know, a very crucial game, they cost us uh, very bad.
0: I hate to be jumping from like the beginning of the game to the end of the game, but did you notice how in that same, that same portier, in that same place, America had a similar opportunity, just like uh, Toluca did, mm-hmm. where the ball just kind of goes up and then it comes down, lands on the attacker. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of all scrambled around.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But um, yeah. Defensively speaking, we were we were a mess. Um, you you know a, another instance is uh you know Toluca's second and third goal. I mean they, they were all defensive mistakes, terrible mistakes. Mm-hmm. Where was our defenders? Uh, I felt that there was no consistency. There was no the I, I don't know. There was just miscommunication. One wanted to go this way. One stayed oh, going over here. I mean. It,
1: it it looked worse than than Sunday League. No, yeah, this game was just a defensive mess, and it's uh, it's uh, I don't know. I feel like it's something that's been brewing for a while. Um, you've kind of seen, uh, especially starting with the Tijuana game, you know, you kind of seen like little it's and pieces, you know, of defensive lapses that we thought that that were gonna get fixed, but you know, I guess over time just didn't. Um, but. You know this is the reality that Pio needs really, really needs to look at the defense. No, talk to Paul Aguilar, fix his positioning, talk to Jorge Sanchez, you know, really pick up his intensity. Bruno Aguilera, guys, you guys, your camera's uh, you know, getting away from you guys. What What's going on? Talk to them seriously, and you know, with all four of them, just try to get them back on the same page. Because to be honest, uh, I'm gonna say they were kind of our backbone last year, kind of a little bit carrying us in a way when our offense wasn't producing. So, you know, we kind of need them to um, to really pick it up in these next couple of games. And hopefully they do. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully they do.
0: Um, I think for this upcoming game, we're going to have, well, we'll most likely have Roger, I mean, uh, Nico back. Yes. Peralta might look like he'd be back, but yes, I, I'd expect him to be off the bench. Mm-hmm. Edson? Um, we have yet to hear word about Edson yeah. or Renato, if, if I'm correct, right?
1: Yeah, there's no really no word on Edson yet, but the rumor has it that he will be back and Ibarra should be back. Ibarra's definitely back.
0: Okay, so Ibarra back for Santos and hopefully Edson too. Nico as well, and Noribe uh, also. That gives you a little bit more confidence coming
1: into this next game. It does because, you know, I, I think me and you would say that along with Guido Rodriguez, Renato and Edson are our probably most valuable players on the field. And, you know, when you when you just have all three on them, you know, we we, we look like a different team. And I, I'm sure everyone knows it. So it'll be very important to have Edson and Renato back uh, for Santos in a, in a must-win game. I feel like I feel like we've been saying that a lot. You know, we said against Tijuana, it's a must-win game against Tijuana. We said against Curacao, must-win against Maybe Curacao. we should just Luka. not say
0: it's a must-win game. Maybe just be like, you know what, go out there, try your best.
1: Oh, man, but... <laughs> but see this, but that's but not this true but this is what we've been saying though, you know. Imagine we do pick up a win against Diquan. Imagine we do pick up against Kurasil. You know, this this loss would have probably been like, you know, we probably would have shrugged it off, right? Because we would have been, you know, fighting, fighting for second place, maybe even if we would have picked up all those games. So it's uh it's no, it's it's just the the sad reality that, you know, we I just don't think that we are as dominant as we think we are when um when things just don't go our way, you know.
0: I agree with you. You know.
1: This is a lot that
0: hasn't gone our way and, and yet we're still here hoping for it to, to change, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. Well, back to this whole Toluca game. Um we we scored a tie a, a tying goal in which I think shows that maybe we do know what we're talking about here at the Eagle Eye Podcast because we said that one of the best ways to break down this Toluca defense was going to muscle out their defenders through the middle. Mm-hmm. And Roger did exactly that in, uh, in the goal that he tied. They gave him a pass, and he kind of just muscled his way through, slotted it past Talavera. You mm-hmm. thought, okay, good. This is the response you wanted to see. You got the goal. Now go out there and con- and,
1: and and try to get another one. Correct. No, yeah, we. I think we said it perfectly. We said that you know we had a look. Well, in our eyes, we saw Miness playing, but yeah, that's that's a that's just a dream now. But uh, we we did say that Roger Martinez is going to be very important in trying to break down that that back five and really try to muscle out some defenders, and exactly he did that. Um, but no, it was a great goal. It was nice to see Uribe get the assist. You know, I think he had a, a great game. Uh, I wouldn't say great. I would say good game. I think he had a good game, Uribe. Definitely better than what he's shown us this whole season. So it was nice to see him get the assist there, but it was also great to see Roger get on the score sheet, you know, after, you know, being uh, not playing these past couple games.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. The Colombians finally showing us something, mm-hmm. and uh, we really need them to step up. Um, and if this is what it takes for him to get some of that confidence going, then, you know, keep it going.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Alrighty. Well, um, so then America gets that tying goal. Then, uh, you know, come the second half, um, you know, America pushes forward, mm-hmm. uh, I- Ibargüen
1: pulls off a great shot. That hits the crossbar. Yo, uh, Yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, please don't tell me about this. I know where this is going.
0: Cordoba had all the chance in
1: the world to just tap it in. I mean, why did why did he have to take that extra touch? Oh man, honestly, the way he was getting that ball, I thought he had enough time or he was lining himself up to just head the ball in. Because I think he had the ball had enough height and he he was in the prime position to do it. Then he stops it. When he stopped, I thought he was gonna shoot. But no, he uh he kinda he kind of took a took a cut in, and I was like, oh my god, this kid. And I think that's where um that's where all Americanistas lost head because that would have been the 3 1. That would have been the two one at that. That would have been point. the two one. That then, would have been the two one, and, and then the, the following three-one. goal would have exactly. been the three one. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying, though. Just, just the little momentum switches that we could have had. You know, it's oh man, it was uh, it was annoying to see that honestly. But uh, but that was one of the bad moments that he had. Um, damn, I I know that if I were him, I would want that back in a heartbeat. <laughs> I mean, was it really his game? Even though he got a goal.
0: I mean, yeah. He wasn't even his I mean, goal, to be it honest. Wasn't, it, yeah, it wasn't it was even going goal.
1: towards towards yeah. the net. It was an on goal, yes. But let's talk about that goal, though. Finally, he—I think he learned from the, his mistake, and he, he takes a shot, shot. To- that shot that first <laughs> time. And then you know that's what happened. You know, uh, well, I think it was my, my Dana who just got caught. You know, the ball is going too fast. I mean, nothing really he can do. It's not really his fault. But you know that that's what can happen if you just you know take your chances, and that's what. I guess that's a. I think that's the theme of this game. It's just take your chances. You know, we we had a chance that we just didn't convert. Honestly, and it's not to say
0: that this was a such a terrible game by America. And because I, it I, wasn't I, though. It wasn't. I I, I think mm. this game itself gets lost in translation because of everything that surrounds the game outside of things. Right, the terrible way that we concede the goals. Is because of the way that America is attacking, pushing forward, getting numbers going, you're very disorganized at the back, and so hence why Toluca is able to score the goals that they're able to score, right? Correct, yes. You're also lost in translation at the fact that Piojo, with everything going on with him with him saying what he had to say about the VAR, him and his declarations about Menés, so it, it, this all gets lost. This, this decently well-played game of America gets lost mm. in all, all the mess that has been created, you know?
1: Yeah, no. I completely agree with you. It's just I want to raise a question. Go for and it. And I want the chat to respond as well. So at the beginning of the season, we, we looked at this squad of 20-something players, and we said, okay, we have – even with the signing, with, with the signings added in Benedetti and Castillo, we looked at it, and we said, okay, listen – do we have enough people to compete for both, like, or do we have enough depth to compete for, uh, to compete for both? You know, you have key injuries in the last game in s and Renato. Now, my question is, do we have that depth? Like, do we have enough players that you can take out, you could take out a crucial starter and then put one in, and then it will almost give you the exact same results? Do we have that right now in this current state of America? As of right now, as of right now. With the based, injuries that, that are that we still have. Correct. Based on what we saw against Tijuana, because that was our kind of rotational squad as well. And based on what you saw against the both were losses. Do we do you think that America just salvaged itself?
0: Yeah. America has enough has enough depth. Do they? Okay. They do. They just I mean the players just don't know how to hold on to a lead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. You're right. And both it's the same game. It's, it's the same scenario. You lose the game mm-hmm. in in the same way. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's no. You bring up a great point. Yeah. I didn't even I didn't even correlate those two games, but you're right. I I think América still has that depth. Has has as a really good, well, you know, well-rounded squad. But sometimes you gotta
1: look at these players and say, okay, why can't you hold on to it? You know. Mm-hmm. No. No. Completely agree. Yeah, no, it was just interesting looking at this, and I'm just like, wow. So like, our, our, we really do need our starters to really uh, show our full potential. You know, I really thought that okay, you know, you you give let's just say Edson the day off, and you just slide in Udribe there, and everything will be okay. But you know, we we've learned that Edson Alvarez is a crucial part in our midfield now and practically irreplaceable. So you know, stuff like that, you take away, you know, Renato Ibarra, you put in Cordova. Yeah, Cordova has some brilliance. Here and there, but you know he's not an but You know, right? He's not gonna not gonna beat you down the wing with speed. You know, he he can he can give you a little play here and there, but he's not gonna be consistent for ninety minutes. So, yeah, you know, he's more of a central player to be honest. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was a tough position, but I I think given the circumstances though, cause since we don't have a winger, something you really emphasized at the beginning of the season that that's gonna haunt us in the long run, and here we are now. Uh, week week 17, and, you know, we don't know if our star winger will be, you know, 100% fit for Santos. We know he's going to be there, but is going to be 100% fit? Or, you know, is it just going to risk him because, you know, we kind of need to win the game, you know? Yeah. And then,
0: I mean, I said it. America needs They should a striker, us. a midfielder, and a winger. I mean, it's just, it was that yeah. simple. And it looked like they were going to get all three. Yeah. You know?
1: We saw the striker. We saw Benedetti, We, we, saw, we yes. saw the midfielder, and, you know, that's we just need the winger. Yeah, kind of. I kind of miss what was his name. Um, what was his name? Um, oh, um, um, <laughs> el profe, el profe, uh, in 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 Salrulde. I kind of, kind of him about now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he was picking up steam. Damn.
0: He said it was like I left, and you guys are yeah. Uh, are I think that's the definition of karma. Yeah, I mean, who would have? should have never it? made no. as much fun as we did about him. <laughs> Look what's happening now. <laughs> yeah oh man but uh but moving on as a good friend Mr. Kevin Perez says we bottled it America did bottle that after yeah. mm-hmm. ham rolled it even as as he puts it um being up to one and then minutes later you can see it against uh Toluca it, it wasn't even a good shot that he took after. yeah when third he goal. Gets that ball crossed in but I mean even at that point uh, that poor of a shot was able to go in why because you weren't you know the defense wasn't anywhere near mm-hmm. him um really just looked terrible you're right you know, i feel like edson was a key part of that midfield that wasn't that that wasn't there yeah
1: and um i i so many questions so you know, many questions something something that really annoyed me about that third goal was you know you to look at does get possession of the ball when Talavera, uh catches it and then you know Paolo Gilad like is just, you know, just, just jogging back. You know, does he not analyze the situation that's about to happen? You know, America's really defensively weak right now, and you're just there just jogging. Like, that's supposed to be our captain. He's supposed, to be, he's supposed to be the one with the strongest mentality, you know, be the leader of this team. And to see him jogging back when lucas about to be on this extremely dangerous counterattack. And then once he realizes that Deluca has gotten past the first guy, then he starts running, but then at that point it's too late. You know, you had Guido running back uh from, from the first from the from the start of it, but you know, he couldn't get there. So like it's uh I don't know, it's just disappointing to see that Paula Aguilar, you know, him being the veteran, uh him being the leader that he's supposed to be for this team, and then you know, being out of position way uh, a lot in this game, you know, it's a little bit concerning from his part.
0: Yeah, yeah, it most definitely is. You know what the crazy thing is, Paula Aguilar went from hero to villain in a span of like a week. Yeah. yeah, people were mm-hmm. praising him on Twitter saying he came to America, he won all these championships. He's the only player to have won like so many titles a CONCACAF mm-hmm. and a Copa Mekis. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like props to him. He's he's a legend, he's a go, blah, blah, blah. And then after the Truca game, it's like, what's wrong with Paula Aguilar? Yeah, you no. know, mm-hmm. get him out of here. George Sanchez is his replacement, blah, 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 blah. blah. I'm like, damn.
1: You, yeah, you yeah, either sure. you, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself yeah, be the no. villain, right? <laughs> no, definitely. And I really do hope that he really looks back at this game and just says, wow, okay, I bottled it here, I bottled it, I bottled it the whole game. Uh, because you know, I think it was who was on the uh, Pardo. I think Pardo to Toluca was having a field day with him, yeah. and you know, he really needs to fix that in, in in these um upcoming games. Yeah, so then that happens, and then of course, uh Toluca scores another one. Off a,
0: off a counter attack, off a terrible, terrible yeah, defensive. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like only one person back. I'm yeah, yeah, like, but it was all decent. So yeah,
1: mm-hmm. um, it's
0: yeah. it it either him or Guido. Um, no, Guido kept running, Guido ran back, never mind, Guido ran back, yeah. but, mm-hmm. but wasn't able to get there in time.
1: Yes, um, yeah, it was not good, not good at all. Yeah, so, um, mm-hmm. and chick no, our girlfriend, Chicken Little said, "Pardo had to be sent off." I don't know. That's that's a little bit con- controversial, in my opinion. I mean, I mean, previous well, to that, previous to that, though, he was fouled, so that's why I th- I think the refs kind of knew that, so they were just you no, know, you know what, let's just you know, let's give them the yellow, just kind of kind of cancel each other out in a way. I agree. Yeah, I think um.
0: Look, it's it's another thing, you know, the the whole referee situation. Oh, it's been yeah. tainting America for the past couple of games now. And um it's it's hard. It's difficult not to talk about it because we don't like to talk about it, right? It's just, it's, yeah, it's I mean, it's not really you know a way to break down the game, a way to analyze the game. The matter of fact is it does influence it, but still America had all the time before and all the time after that to 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 you know assert themselves. Um, but it is troubling some that, you know, all of this referees kind of stuff is has is, is been kind of at the center of America season. Um, and not just America, but I think the league in general right now is suffering from this. Um, I mean, what was it? I think it was Veracruz's uh, owner, right? Who is under, is yeah. under scrutiny too, mm-hmm. after some comments that he made about VAR. Yes. Um, so it looks like it's a very delicate situation right now in Mexico. And, and, you know, I feel like if we talk about it, we might just get that email that we're fined. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> as well. I, I'm refreshing <laughs> my
1: email right now as we speak. But, um, no, yeah. But honestly, I don't think it's just these past couple of games. I think it's been a, a a thing all season, you know. It's not just with America. It's just it gets a lot of center of attention because it's Viejo always complaining and, you know, I was, America always has to be center of the attention. But – it's happened in other games too. It's just, I think this needs to be a wake up call, in my opinion. And I, I, you know, in in most ways, I would tell Bioho, "Shut up, stop complaining about the refs. A- acknowledge your mistakes. You you didn't plan the game out correctly. You got outplayed. Um, affect uh, accept the loss and move forward." But then again, on the other hand, with that like the little slim of me is just like, you no, know, good job, you You know, let 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 Mexico know, let the F M F know that their referees do not know how to use VAR and they need to learn because, you know, we, we, this league cannot continue, you know, with incompetent refs, not knowing how to use a VAR and, you know, when to use it. Uh, So I don't know. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a complicated situation. Uh, I really hope it gets resolved because I would hate to see a team that really deserves, you know, to advance, so to say, and then, you know, get screwed over by VAR, you know? So like, I don't know. I just hope, you know, the referees kind of just, you know, just step it up a little bit too, you know. Uh, and, yeah, I think that's all I'll say on the, on, on the subject.
0: Yeah. Well, well, I'll keep it like that. Uh, <laughs> I think you're making it too hot for us with uh, with your remarks. But, no, um, I I think you're right. I think there's got to be some practice in there. Um, but, again, yeah. this, is, this is new. This is all there's, new. We're not, not
1: the Just got the email. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn. All our gancito money down the drain. Um, yeah, there you go. This is new. This whole VAR situation is new. We we can't say that this has been out for, you know, an X amount of time. It's new to the league. It's new to the world, you know. It's not even five years old, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So, it says there's, there's as all things, you know. There's, there's going to be subtle changes here and there. There's going to be things that need to get fixed. And we progress and we grow and we learn as the years go by. And hopefully next season, we're not talking about a Piojo, to, you know, complaining about the referees or complaining about all these VAR situations, you know, maybe yeah. next season it's, you know, a whole different story, you know?
1: No. Yeah. I completely agree with you.
0: So we'll leave it at that. So then we're, we're going to end this uh, review with the whole Henry situation. Cause I think it needs to be addressed. It's <sighs> okay. been all over Twitter Dylan wasn't isn't here to defend his man, but you know he's out here screaming. You're here to give your insight. I am here to just monterey because I think I have points to be said about both sides here. Um, but let me hear it because Henry has the opportunity to level the game up three to three, and as always, he lets us down in the last minute in these crucial games. How many times did last season two were we like Henry, Henry, Henry? You had the chance, but you just blew it.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's been uh, it's been a lot. That's been kind of like a reoccurring theme that's been uh, circling Henry, I guess. But like, let me let me just let me just go go by saying this. At the start of this season, we saw Henry Martin kind of, kind of like really go on this level that you know we we know he can reach. But it was something that, you know, we haven't really seen before. You know, he was scoring in one game, next thing he was scoring again and again, consistency. You know, he found consistency in his game. And, you know, me and you, for a certain extent, we 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 liked it. You know, we we appreciated him. We we were thankful. And finally, you know, we said, okay, Henry, you're finally scoring, but we weren't sold on it. You know, me and you were just like, no, let's let's wait a little bit longer before we start giving Henry this ultimate praise. And, you know, cause we said, if there was one thing that he can't do, and that's be consistent over a long period of time. Yes, he was consistent for a short period of time. Correct. I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm not saying he was the best striker we had in our team because he was for that very brief moment. But then we saw after one game where he didn't score, I called him out and said, Henry's not consistent and he probably won't do this again. And ever since I called him out on that day, he hasn't been the same. Yeah, he scores a game here. It takes five games for him to score the next one. And, yes, you score a double against Tijuana, but it's the 85th minute and we're already up 2-0 in the Copa Mexi So, you know, your goals are kind of pointless at this point, in my opinion. In games like this where Nico Castillo is injured and Rodrigo Parada is nowhere to be found, this is the game, this is the moment that you need to show everybody that, you know, you are capable of kind of carrying your team and, you know, giving your team the victory, you know, putting the team on your back. If you can't even make an effort for the ball, stop complaining about not getting enough money. Stop complaining about getting a contract because, you know, that's earned on the pitch, not with your mouth. Stop not celebrating because the, the board's not giving you any money or any more money that you think you deserve because you don't deserve it. You know, moments like this, moments like the game against the Cruz Azul where you're supposed to score, moments like against the uh, Toluca where you're supposed to score, and you're not doing it, you're, you're half-assing your effort. And you know, and you think you deserve more. That's that's not gonna fly. It's not gonna fly in my team. So you know, if he, if that's the same attitude, that he's gonna come going forward, and I don't want to see him in America jersey next next uh, next season.
0: You know what? I I I think Christian just sums it up for I think ninety five percent of all Americanistas out there. I think they're fed up right now with with Henry, um, and rightly so. I, I I think Henry needs to face the music. I I think there's things that he needs to work on been actually saying about this for for him about quite some time now he needs to work on his finishing he needs to work on you know bit bit, having a bit more of a presence in the box the solo striker thing doesn't really work sometimes and even when he does have a partner sometimes it doesn't work for him as well what is going to work for Henry what is going to work for him? Is it another mm-hmm. team? Is it time on the bench? What is it that he cannot take these advantages? He cannot take this. This was the opportunity for him to sit Nico Castillo on the bench, to sit Roger on the bench, to sit Oriva on the bench, and have Henry Martin, the ultimate lethal striker, the ultimate lethal Mexican striker. He had all these opportunities gifted to him, given to him, but yet he's still here, not producing, not giving the fans what, He, what they need from him, not giving the club what they need from him. And I think it's the same situation that we go on time and time and time again with Henry. I mean, you said it. You just repeated it right now. There is no consistency when it comes to the man. You need that from a striker. You need Mm -hmm. that. And, yes, there are people out there that will say that, um, you know, he's doing things good still here and there. And I'm one of those people that have defended him from time to time, but it's getting harder now. It's really, really harder to to put Henry in good lighting just because there's so much that he needs to do so much that he's yet to prove. And I'm not so sure if he's going to have next season to do it.
1: Right. And another point I want to, I want to make, you know, everyone's saying that if, you know, if Henry was Colombian or if he was French, you know, you know, people, people wouldn't be, wouldn't be so, you know, so critical of him, you know, uh, judging his performances. You know, why is no one saying anything about Roger Martinez? You know, well, the man hasn't really played enough for me to criticize him. And yet, the game, the game that you know he does play, um, you know, he scores a goal. Well, you know, where, where's Henry? Well, why isn't he scoring? You know, yes, Roger didn't have a great game either against the Luca. You know, it's it's sad. It, you know, it was it was it, we saw it. We all saw it. You know, we know Roger Martin hasn't been this this striker that we thought he we he was gonna be when we first signed him. You're right, he really hasn't been the striker that we thought he was gonna be. But you know, that's not you know, but he, he does possess some qualities that Henry doesn't, you know. Roger's build-up play when he gets the ball, he knows how to protect the ball, he knows how to distribute the ball. Henry can't even make a simple pass nowadays, and it's getting really frustrating seeing him on the pitch uh when he's not contributing to anything. It's like we're playing with ten men, honestly, and you know, like you said. I like the guy. He I think everything he's a really good person just as a player. Right now he's just not doing it for me. And how much longer is it gonna be till you know he just rides the bench and you know, you know, he's give he's been given opportunities. He's just not embracing them like he did in the beginning of the season. And I don't know if it's because of his new contract ordeal or you know, or whatever's going on, but he's just not the same. And I don't know, like you said, it's just getting harder and harder to defend the guy
0: yeah it was the same situation where I said, look, you gotta clean whatever is going on interior wise just get it fixed. if this is a whole conscious situation just be just put it on pause and say, look, we're gonna talk as soon as as soon as the season is over we're gonna break we're gonna break it down. And you have till then to convince us to put it you know to put to put up your case and that's it.
1: there you go. and you know this you know if I was the detective, I would just be like, you know, just you know we'll we'll try to accommodate you to another club because you know right now you're just not doing it for us. I've always said and I think I think you've heard this phrase too, you know, there are just some players that, you know, aren't born, aren't made to be an America player, you know? And for some for some moments Henry looked like, you know, he was, you know, he, he was made. He was cut out for the thing. Then you know the spotlight started getting to him. The interviews started get to him, you know, national team call-up rumors started get to him, you know, and then contract situations started to get to him and then you know he's just not performing. When he needs to perform,
0: and let's face it, he's not the youngest of players anymore, right? Yeah, you're right. 11. He's not.
1: Mm-hmm. He's not. So you know, it's just little factors like this. You know, you you do good under the light, but when the the spotlight's on you, you can't perform. You know, that just can't fly in a, in a club like America.
0: Definitely, definitely. I think in perfect terms, se tenía que decir, y se dijo. Se dijo. I love that meme. <laughs> that meme. That meme is great. That meme is great, and that meme is in perfect. Uh, I think just perfect moment right now for this whole Henry situation. But it, it yeah. is a story that is still yet to be told definitively. There's going to be a lot more. This is going to drag on until the end of the season. So, ladies and gentlemen, as much as we discuss this right now, believe me that there is so much more still yet to talk about this whole Henry situation, this whole America with Piojo and the referees and Menez and all that stuff. A lot. A lot to be said, right? Yes, 100%. Alrighty. Well, with that said, I think that wraps up the Toluca review. I mean, it was it, it was a really long review. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was, it was, yeah. But we didn't just review the game. I think we talked a lot about everything that was surrounding right now in America, within regards to the dressing room, with uh, the whole menace situation and some of the interviews that uh, Piojo has given, saying that he's not a hundred percent in training, that he's not giving it his all. Uh, the the team isn't really happy or content with what he's showing, so you know, hence why they left him out for the Toluca game. And of course, Jeremy Menes going on Twitter on um, his Instagram story, saying that his accusations are false. Never really tagged the person, but I think everyone can feel safe and assured that that was towards Piojo. Um, never want to see your player fighting with, uh, or never you never want to see a player fight with their manager. In social media, because I think that just shows how messy things are right now.
1: Correct. Um, you know me. We 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 talk off camera, obviously, and you know you know that I am a big Jeremy Mendes fan. You know, I like I would love to see him succeed at this club because the the moments that he has been on the pitch, you know, he he's shown us what he can do. Unfortunately, I don't think we'll ever see him set another. Uh, a foot on the pitch in a, a club of America Jersey ever again. I think his time has come to an end. That's um, kind of sad because I, I know what he can bring, but players like that though, I, you know, just, that, that just doesn't fly. You know, your, your ego is way too big right now. Um, you don't have anything to back it up. Cause you know, you really haven't played yet. I know Pio hasn't put you, but I think Pio has a good reason why he doesn't, you know, uh, put you in, in games, but you know, just stuff like that, making everything public. It's just that's just not the right way to go about uh, situations like this, in my opinion. Right, there's a saying that uh, no no player is bigger than the club. There you go, and definitely this Jeremy Menez is never never gonna be bigger than Club America.
0: Yeah. So the freshman situation is gonna drag on a little bit more. So we'll have a lot more of it next week on the podcast. Have to see how this thing ends, but I think we can rest assured he won't be on the eighteen squad, eighteen man squad against Santos, right?
1: Um.
0: I mean, it'd be really, really hard. Ah, to him.
1: I mean, you know, I, have, having you'll... Roger back.
0: I mean, having Roger back, having Castillo back. Yeah, needing have... that extra international slot. Uh huh. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I don't see. Him. I don't yeah, see menace. Right. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. One hundred percent. I don't. It's it's tough. It's tough. All righty then, well, America bottles it. America loses 3-2 against Toluca, another away defeat. Uh, it looks like our away form has just not been hitting. And, uh, well, I guess now because of that, we find ourselves in the situation that we are, and we're going to preview the upcoming game against Santos Laguna at the Estadio Seca. But before that, I know a lot of you are probably wondering, where is trivia? And, well, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of the day. Christian... Can you tell these beautiful people what they are playing for
1: today? Yes, sir. Um, today's trivia will be presented by Gancito. Gancito for all your uh, healthy needs. There yeah, I, I got. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> I, I got ad out of the way. Now on to the trivia. Um, this question will be forty points once again, as all the questions have been as of recent. So I've been just posted in the chat so go ahead and submit your answer today's question is name three players that have played in Santos and club America just three just three, <laughs> just three. I know I know you can name probably 40 but uh we'll keep it at three for now um standing should be up and the next couple of days uh everything is is updated except for last week's and of course this week. So when I have that for you, I will get it out to you either on the next podcast or on Twitter. One of these days um, I'm on spring break. So I don't know how, how, um, how I'll get to that right now, but uh, but I'll, I'll see if I can make it work. But, uh, but yeah, for now on the thing will be on the podcast. I think i mentioned that earlier. No one has given me really, really much feedback saying that they want it on Twitter. So, you know, I'll just keep it on the podcast. So, if you want your points, come on the podcast. There are a few people that are starting to run away with points, but um, there's still plenty of time to catch up, especially if one misses one. So just keep coming coming onto the show, hang out, answer the question, and you'll get your points.
0: Definitely. Most, most definitely. That's a pretty good question,
1: you know, centered around today's
0: game. Uh, like you said, I think we could probably name like 16 players. Just yeah. off the back of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Interesting. Well, should be a fun one. Um, all you need is three. And all you need is three. And <laughs> and it should be the just,
1: easiest one ever. That should really be the easiest yeah. one. <laughs> this is the
0: easiest question we've ever given them. Most likely. <laughs> all righty then. Well, let's, uh, let's go on into our next segment. America needs three points desperately, so direly. And we are going up against our very good friend's uh, team, Mr. Thick Rick. Out there. Ricky. Like to, you might, might listen to this for the preview. So shout out to you, Ricky. And also uh, someone by the name of Mr. Tom Harrison Tom who works Harrison. now for Santos Laguna. Mm-hmm. So we'll be going up against their team. America will be facing and hosting Santos Laguna in the Liga MX Jornada, I believe, 16, correct? All right,
1: 16, yes, sir.
0: Jornada 16 need three points so desperately it is a must win situation there is no two ways about it we have said this time and time again but now it is really do or die
1: because if america does not salvage anything from this then they can kiss the Ligia goodbye most likely yeah because then you would need to depend on not one not two not three possibly four or five teams results to go your way and you would probably get the seventh or eighth spot so you this that. this this game will most likely be the the game. If we win, we're in the gap. If we don't, we're out. This is gonna be the get. Think of this game like a final, in my opinion. You know this this is it. This is this is the game of the season, in my opinion. Definitely, definitely. So we're gonna break it down. Talk to you guys exactly what needs to
0: go right. The only good news we have about this game is, like we said, Nico's coming back. Renato looks like he's good to go. Edson's coming back. And uh, Oribe Peralta might even feature off the bench, so uh, you know the old Ley de la X to come into play for us. I mean, Hopefully. we need to get we need to get everything we can to go right mm-hmm. for us. We need goals, yes. we need a victory, and possibly maybe even a clean sheet if 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 possible.
1: Yes, because right now we well, I mean, we're not really that much behind in goal difference, but a clean sheet will always help for confidence and and morale uh, purposes. I think that's
0: yeah, I think that's what we need a lot more right now is morale uh, more than anything. But you know what? Let's uh let's 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 get things started here as we always do. Let's give that predicted lineup. What do you
1: think? What do you see America going with on on Saturday? I think we're going with our bread and butter. We'll go uh Manchester United, Net, Jorge Sanchez, Aguilera, Bruno Valdez, Pablo Aguilar, uh, Guido Rodriguez Eten Álvarez, Renato Ibarra, Mateo Suribe, Andres Ibarguen, and Nico Castillo up top.
0: Look at that word for word for Chicken Little's um, uh, Chicken Little's uh, predicted lineup as well. So it looks like you guys have that same lineup, and I will not move anything from this. I, I think it's perfect. You know, yes, I think it's exactly what you need. There's firepower. There's defensive. Uh, you know, there, there's a defensive unity out there in the midfield and in the center back partnership. You need this game to go right for you. You need all your starters.
1: I mean there's there's nothing there's no two ways about it. You you need everyone yeah. to be hundred percent. This is your strongest eleven you have this season, and it's time to go to work. This is it. This is the biggest test of the season. Can you guys come overcome all the bad results that that have been um in your in your presence as of late? You know, remove all of that, clear your mind, and just win this one game for Ligia purposes, you know, just just to be that ninety-nine percent sure that you guys are in Ligia. Can you guys just overcome everything and win this game that's gonna be on them on pioho to really guide these players into the right direction none don't, don't let them get too flustered if things aren't going our way in the beginning of the match you know keep calm cool collected throughout the whole game and you know this this is the game
0: yeah i think we did the three c's for this one come cool and collected i think we need an america side that knows what they're playing to knows what they're what they have to fight for and and need to know that they need to salvage their season one way or another. A Copa Mekis, yeah, it's going to look good on a trophy room, but guess what? It doesn't look so well at the end of the season where that's the only thing you were able to accomplish, and you weren't even able to make the Liga. That, I think, is the most worrisome part for America fans all around the globe Mm -hmm. right now is that they're looking at their team. It's not a responding team. It's not a functional team. They need a kickstart, and this game needs to be that in essence so with that uh, with that lineup with that formation i think we can be safe and we can be assured that america is going to go out and go and get the game i think they're going to bring the game to santos i don't know how well that's actually going to be
1: um it's interesting to say because i think santos is Mm, they kind of play the same formation that we played against the uh, against Toluca. I'm sorry, they uh they have their four defenders, their four midfielders, and they have Correa and Fuch kind of up top. Yeah, Correa likes to play a cam role, but you know, we do see him kind of you know, kind of that, sh- that, that striker position in a way. Their game, I think, is centered uh central along you know what Gallito does and what uh Huevo Lozano does on the wing. So it's pretty much going to be uh an even match game in terms of tactics. I think both of them are going to. Try to bring the game towards each other because if I do recall correctly, Santos has this much of a lifeline and they're gonna go all for it. So it they're they're gonna come. They're gonna come into our home and they're gonna they're gonna uh present the game to us because you know they're not out of it yet. They're in the hunt, it's very slim, but they're still on the hunt. And a win here is immense for them. So they they they're not gonna be all defensively, they're gonna bring the game to us as well.
0: So it looks like both teams are kind of in the same boat situation. America really needs the points. So does Santos. America needs to take the game to them, but Santos knows that they can't just sit back and soak up the pressure because that only means more, more of an opportunity for America. So they will try to dis, you know, kind of dis, disrupt our game as well by taking it to us and putting us under pressure. I think it works in both ways for America, whether or not Santos is standoffish or whether or not Santos brings the game to them. I think America can use and abuse the Renato Ibarra and Ibargüen speed situation and get them on the counterattack if they do want to bring the game to us. If not, then again, be creative when you you do use the wings and be affirmative when you do play down the middle. If you're going to have someone like Nico Castillo start, then you need balls to be played into him. Whether it's yeah. across, whether it's at his feet, you need him to get the ball. He needs reception, and he, from then on, needs to go and create the space and create the shot opportunities. We know what he's capable of. He's great at free kicks. He's great at long range. He's great, he's great up front. Well, maybe not so much this season for America, but he needs, he needs to have that confidence yeah. going. He needs to be the center of attention for this America game
1: because we really need a Nico Castillo. Correct, yeah. And you know, it's all gonna depend if he does get the balls. And one player I think I can look at is Mateo Suribe. Can Mateo Suribe replicate his performance against the look Can he be that kind of like that that the central line of your of your attack? You know, you play the ball through Uribe, okay Uribe. Um, give it out to the wing or give it out to Nico. You know, let's see if you can pick a pass here and there, control the uh, kind of attacking side of the midfield and really make your presence known. Mateo Zediva is my player to watch this game. Okay. Mateo Sarribe is your player to watch. Mine is definitely going to be Nico Castillo.
0: I mm-hmm. need him to be at the forefront of America's attack. And at the end of the score sheet, I need his name to be on there, not just once, but twice, maybe even three times if possible. Mm-hmm. We need to go out there, and if we can steamroll against past Santos Laguna, perfect, that's exactly what you need. Build confidence. As much goals as you can score, go at it. Get the early goal, get the second one, get the third, one, and just keep going off of
1: that. Yeah, mm-hmm. not hundred percent. Um, another thing I like to note. Um, I think both teams are gonna present their strongest eleven. Other than that, though, on the bench, both teams don't really have many options to go to. So you know, this is this is it. The Santos that you see at the beginning of the game, you know, give twenty minutes in. That's probably the Santos you're gonna see for the rest of the game. So. You know, kind of make us study this team, know how they're playing, and just capitalize on their mistakes. Play your game. If we play our game and we're really central around that and we're calm, cool, and collected, I this game should go easily in our favor. Just We just got to do what we've been doing against Tigres, what we did against Tigres, and... Just go go out there and, and prove to to Liga Mekis that, listen, we're, yeah, you know, we, we lost here and there, but we're not out of again. We're still going to be a strong contender in league, Yeah,
0: got to showcase why you're the defending champions. And, there you go. and that really needs to be the, the case right now. So, America, in search of all three points against the Estadio Azteca, I mean, there's not much more to it. It's not much we can say, you know, as much as we can break it down at the end of the day. It's America needs to win. They need to go out. They need to showcase. And if they do, then I think they can get the three points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%
1: agree. Agreed, agreed. All right. And then give me your predicted scoreline for Saturday. I think America needs this dominant win. I'm going to go 3 0.
0: 3 0. Just like Chicken Little, he is going 3 0, Christian. I'm going with a 2-0 for America. 2-0 two two result fine.
1: for America. That's I, fine. That's fair. I think that 2-0. I think that nil part is very important. I think that kind of gives Manchin a boost of confidence, too, because, you know, he really hasn't been, you know, Manchin as of late. So, you know, just having that nil for him and for your back four, I think will do wonders for this team. Definitely, definitely. Chicken Nuggets saying
0: 3-1. to one. Eh, Let he us hear the exactly.
1: Yeah. A win is a win. Louis
0: is saying four to one. Okay, I'm so keep, down going. For that. keep going, keep telling us what more is uh chicken nuggets saying, not saying who's winning. All right, Just Dylan. like Dylan. All right,
1: Dylan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, plenty, uh, plenty and hope and expectations for this game, nonetheless. So I think it's a do or die situation,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, you salvage your season or you bury it. Simple
1: yeah, as that, I think. Yeah, I think it all comes on Saturday. This is it. Uh, I'm really, really, really hoping we really do get the win. And I'm confident that we will. It's just, you know, if we do get the win, how are we going to, you know, respond going into Veracruz? Are we going to just be like complacent again and be like, ah, Veracruz, come on. They have, they have zero points this season. Like, oh, what can go wrong? You know, a lot can go wrong, actually. So... Uh, it's just it's all it's all, it's all Saturday. Saturday is, is the game, I think. This is this is the game of the season and we we need a victory. What uh what time is uh, the game on Saturday? This will be eight o'clock Eastern Time, seven central and five Pacific. It is five Pacific, like you mentioned,
0: six o'clock for our good friends down at Mountain Time. And mm-hmm. um back to those five o'clock games, you know? Yeah, Saturday night. Let's get it. Oh, Saturday night for me. Well, yeah, well, that's not night for us over here, but you know what, uh, you know what we mean. Yeah. Um. Yeah, America needs needs all um needs everything not not to go perfectly right,
1: but for things to start to go right. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A win, I think, a win should get us back on track, especially having our full eleven out there. Um, I think this is it. I think if we have a good showcase, I, I think everything's going to be okay, guys. I really do think so.
0: You think so? And we hope so as well because uh, we really need things to go uh, start going north for us, not south. We, mm-hmm. we need America to start climbing up that table and yes. hopefully secure fourth place. And it yeah. starts with Saturday. Right?
1: Yes, starts sir. With Saturday.
0: All righty. Well, with that said, that is the end of that segment. Now we are coming to the end of the podcast and we are going to end it. On a high note, because it has been quite uh, a bit of a drag, and it has not been the best of uh, the best of news all around with America and the rumors of the dressing room falling apart, with the result against Toluca, with the whole disciplinary committee going after Piojo, with the preview of of the game against you know Santos and and all the stress that's brought, but. Now it's time to end on a high note. Christian, our beloved Lady Aguilas have secured their spot into the Liga. not since the last game, but a couple games ago. They did lose against Pachuca, but they bounced back and took a victory against Lobos Bob to close out their season. And we know exactly who they will be facing in the next round of the Liga. The quarterfinal draw has been made. America, The Lady Aguilas will be going up against Club Club León in what should be a very, very enticing match. León, who came out and fought for their spot against Morelia, and the ladies were able to secure their their spot. Now it's time for them to go up against our ladies and fare a good, good matchup. With that Mm -hmm. said, it's a very, very good game to come. It is going to be Thursday, the 25th of April which I believe is tomorrow. It is no, not
1: tomorrow. Well, it is sorry, Thursday. I'm already it's Wednesday.
0: <laughs> it's Thursday. It is sorry, Thursday. I'm, yes. I'm all over the place right now. It is Thursday. It's it this Thursday. Thursday. So our ladies' campaign for the B Campeonato begins Thursday against uh, Leon at the Estadio now, uh, Camp New. Now Camp. Now Now Camp, whatever yes. they want to call it. Estadio Leon. I'm just yes. going to call it Estadio Leon. Yeah, the okay. ladies are going up against uh, them And they will have home field advantage come Sunday, the 28th of April at the Estadio Azteca. Please do pay attention to these ladies. Please pay attention to our Twitter account. We will be giving you the most up-to-date information as possible. As we do try to give you guys an up-to-date kind of news relation in regards to these ladies. But huge, huge game coming up for these. um, I believe it... uh, You know, I believe it's the beginning of something special if America is able to capitalize on it. I'm not saying that Leon is an easy team. I'm not saying that this is going to be a walk in the park. It won't be easy. These situations never really are. But I believe the ladies have a very good mentality. They have a very good team structure, very good team morale. And even after losing some very key players in important positions, I see these ladies 10 times better than the men right now.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, I think... It's just their, their consistency of game, you know. I'm I'm looking at the track record. Draw win, 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 win. That lost against Pachuca, but then you bounce right back with the win against Lobos bop you know. They kinda have that like resilience and that attitude that like, listen, guys, we just lost. All right, listen, we can't do that again. Let's go out there and win the game. And you know, I think that that attitude, that that kind of you know, mentality of always trying to win and be better than everybody else. It's gonna carry them through the guia and like you said, Leon is no easy walk. You know, they, they really fought their way to be in, in the position that they are now. But, you know, now you're going against a powerhouse in America. And, you know, this is where America needs to demonstrate that. Okay, yes, respect for Leon. But, you know, we, we should we should be able to take care of business. So, as I urge every single one of you, every single time we, we mention the
0: ladies, after a Saturday night of partying, make sure you wake up on Sunday ready to go. Hashtag, let's go, Lady Aguilas. Hashtag Lady Aguilas. Let them know that we're behind them, ladies. If the game, for whatever reason, does get transmitted, we will be there 100% of the way watching you, and hopefully we'll be able to be there seeing you guys move on to the next round of the Liga Mekis Feminine Clausura 2019 Liga. Wow, that was a mouthful. Um I mean, excited, excited for these ladies. You know, we've been covering them almost since the beginning. We've been through a campeonato with them. We've been through injuries. We've been through a lot of a roller coaster of emotions with them. Um, Not as much as we would have wanted to. You know, we've always said that we want to give this game more of attention, more coverage. Unfortunately, since we're here in the States, we don't get that uh, kind of privilege to do so. But we do promise you that we ladies, we keep an eye on you guys firmly and we're hoping for the best. We're going to keep our fingers crossed. And we are going to be sending nothing but positive vibes your way with our hashtag, Lady Aguilas. Hopefully, it ca- carries you guys through into the next stage of what should be, hopefully, a very good run for the week, Campeonato.
1: Yeah, no, you said it perfectly. Um, Like you said, man, close, keep a close eye on these ladies, man. They they deserve all the attention in the world. They they put in effort week in and week out. And you know, it's about time they get some recognition. And hopefully, they can come away with a victory on Thursday and Sunday. Definitely, definitely. So ladies, we'll be with you all the way. But with that said, Christian, I believe the show has come to an end. Anything you want to say before we wrap things up? Oh, it's going to be a stressful weekend with Lady Aguilas on Thursday and Sunday and playing for Ligia on Saturday. It's going to be stressful, but if America knows how to do things, uh, it's, you know, make things stressful, but then always come on top at the end. So be confident, guys. Uh, don't stress too much. Just know if we get the win on Saturday. We can all take a deep breath and relax, but um, but yeah, look forward, look forward to all three games. Uh, hopefully we get victorious in all three of them, and you know, just hope for the best. Yeah, definitely. And looking forward to Avengers Endgame, right? Um, yes, sir. Uh, actually, I don't know when I'm going to be seeing it because unless I can uh, buy a ticket off the black market because everything sold out <laughs> for our for the for the opening opening night, uh, the screening, and then Saturday, and then Sunday, and then. You know, it's going to be hard to find a ticket, but I'll find Look for an AMC. They're going to be open, like, 24-7, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. The only AMC I have is, like, an hour and a half away. I oh, mean, I'm down the- to, to make the ride, but for a three-hour movie, I don't know. We'll see about that. Definitely.
0: Definitely. Yeah, so. plenty of stuff coming down this weekend. <laughs> Ladies are going to be opening the night off for us against Leon, and then the Avengers movie come Friday, if you guys have seen it Friday, and then, of course, Saturday, America, uh the men's side. Have a very important game against Santos, and then of course the ladies close off the weekend at what should be hopefully a very good Sunday evening with the ladies. Hopefully, potentially advancing onto the next round, and uh, we'll keep an eye. Follow us on Twitter at Eagle Eye Podcast on. Instagram as well. You guys can always find all the latest information in regards to both the ladies and men's side of things as we do try to keep you guys up to date with everything. It was kind of an off week for us uh, this past week, but we are getting back on the horse and we are going to get everything ready to do so. Alrighty. Well, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us as always here on the podcast. If you guys can never make it to a live show, uh, you guys know where to find us. You guys can always find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and or Spotify. Always have us on the go wherever you guys need to take us. And if for whatever reason you guys do want to come out and join us for one of these live podcasts, especially for the trivia points, you guys know where to find us: YouTube.com forward slash the Eagle Eye Podcast. And there, you guys can always. Join us live on Tuesdays, unless otherwise stated, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 9 Central, and of course, 10 Eastern for all our friends down over there at the East Coast. Thank you so much for everyone who joined us. As always, we'll see you guys very, very soon. Crazy weekend coming up ahead. But without further ado, Christian, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You know, man, it's my favorite time of the week. I'm glad to be here. Favorite time of the week. It's time to vent, all right? Let it out kind of carry on i feel like the week starts for us after the podcast to be honest yeah
1: to be honest yeah but <laughs> it's, it's
0: all right though it's all right definitely definitely all right everyone have yourselves a wonderful beautiful evening and we'll be seeing you guys this thursday in regards to ladies and then of course the rest of the weekend have yourselves a wonderful night i'll see you guys very very soon as always take care until next time and as always